Hello, and welcome to episode 80 of the Disney Park Princess Podcast. I'm your co-host, Sarah. I'm Sharla. And I'm Heather. And this week on the podcast, we are going to be taking your questions. So this is our listener Q&A episode, and you guys sent in questions, and we're going to be answering them. So I think we've got um, I think five or six questions right now that we're going to tackle. Uh, and then, of course, this is an ongoing thing. We do this about once every six weeks or so. Um, so keep them coming. If we can't get to your questions right away, we will definitely answer them on an upcoming episode. So you can always email us at info at DisneyParkPrincess.com to get your questions answered on the air. How are you doing, guys? <laughs> That's a great question. <laughs> We're here. We're here. It's quarantine day 9,422. Uh -huh. <laughs> it feels are, that way. Yeah. We are okay. We are hanging in there. Um, we were just having a discussion before we started recording about we wish we just knew more of what was going on and, and all that stuff. So, well, yeah, but and I'm sure everybody feels the same way, but we are, we are at least right now all doing just fine. Yeah. <laughs> we are well, we are healthy and knock on wood. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if we're well. <laughs> we're, yeah, but we're here. <laughs> we're, we're here. We're healthy. We're hanging in there. It's probably a more accurate representation of where we are on any given day. But uh, I just I just lit a candle that is um, the Clover Fields scent. So that's the beach club. Beach club. <laughs> that's making yes. me a little bit calmer right now. Mm -hmm. I'm almost yeah. done with it. And then my next one, I have a um, a pink one. I believe it's my Alice in Wonderland one. Can't see Ooh. it right now. Yeah. Okay. Very nice. Um, so speaking of Disney things that you have in your home, uh, to sort of remind you of Disney while you're home, uh, we have a new blog post this week. It is, uh, basically an Amazon must have list. All of the things that we love or that we want that are keeping us busy while we are, you know, staying at home, safe at home, stuck at home, whatever your perspective is on any given moment. <laughs> Activities to do. Yes. Yeah. So things that were, you know, everything from foot peels to workout gear to board games to um, all kinds of cool stuff. So check it out. That is on DisneyParkPrincess.com. Uh, over on the YouTube group, not the YouTube group, the Facebook group, uh, the Disney Park Princess Facebook group, we have Spirit Week going on. So if you're watching this on YouTube, you can see that I am wearing my, I don't know if you can see it, but it's, it's my Walt Disney Imagineering t-shirt it today is uh wear something from your favorite attraction i didn't have anything <laughs> <laughs> but imagineering has to count right because i mean they make the attractions right so. there's no imagineering no rides so we'll give it to you we'll yeah give it yeah. to you <laughs> yesterday was disney sock day so um i own uh, zero disney socks i don't know how i, I mean I don't it's wear so socks. Funny. I was about to say, neither of us wear socks, really, ever. <laughs> yeah. I don't, Heather and I both hate socks. I do wear them. You will never see me wearing socks with shoes, but on occasion around my house, socks happen. And so I, I have, do have a, a pair of fuzzy socks in the winter. Yeah. I'll just kind of pat around in because they're yeah. cozy, but I'm certainly never going to put on a pair of shoes and socks. It's, oh, yes, that, that never happens. <laughs> <laughs> never happens. I kind, but of, I, I, I kind of have to for running, so... You know. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's another. My daughter has tons of Disney socks. So. 
She has lots. Of, she has there's so many cute ones, and I yeah. see them in the parks, and I'm like, I'm never going to wear them. Why am I going to spend $20 on this? But I want them. <laughs> I know. I do just wear them around my house every once in a while on occasion, but... Uh... Anyway, all right. So if you haven't joined our Facebook group, you absolutely should. We're having so much fun in there uh, between Spirit Week and videos that we're posting periodically and, you know, memes that everybody is sharing and like funny articles and funny things. Um, it is a great distraction. And, our, <laughs> and we're doing Facebook Live a couple times a week. Yes, there too. including today, hopefully, I don't know when you're hearing this, but... If it's earlier in the day, you might be able to catch it live. And if it's later, then you should definitely go back and check out the video because Heather is going to be doing a Facebook Live in our Disney Park Princess Facebook group. And she's doing a cooking demonstration. What are you making? <laughs> I'm not telling anybody because oh. you have to see it. But I have oh. a list of nine things. I've decided that I'm going to be Chef Heather now. Oh, <laughs> she's narrowed it down to nine things. Okay. So, so I have all these Disney cookbooks and I thought I've made some of the recipes, but a lot of them I've never made. And if I can't get to the parks, then I'm just going to do the next best thing. So I don't know how it's going to turn out. But <laughs> <laughs> at the very least, it will be entertaining. For yeah, you if all. nothing else. <laughs> are you going to, I, I, are you going to like make one and then like, put you know put it in the oven and be like yeah here you go magically here okay yeah. there's the not tomorrow tv <laughs> not to i started with a really easy one because i didn't want it to be like a, okay we have to wait for five minutes for the onions to cook type of situation that's coming though and I've, i'm starting to like plan out like do can i make this part ahead of time and so yeah. there will be silence <laughs> and i also have recipes from I'm starting with one from Walt Disney World, but I have a bunch from Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, all over. So, and, and if you have a recipe you want to learn how to make, send that in too. Oh. But I don't want it to be super difficult. Like, we have to be able to do it in 30 minutes or so, so we okay. can entertain people. All right. Well, oh, so. I have so many good ones. <laughs> so stay tuned for that check our youtube why do we keep wanting to call it a youtube page because it's video in my head it's because it's video check our facebook group the disney park princess facebook group for those facebook lives we do them a couple of times a week i did disney trivia last week um we've done a, a couple of zoom happy hours um there's that will probably be making a reappearance at some point as well but uh, make sure that you're joining us we're just trying to keep you all entertained and ourselves just, as well and ourselves <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just trying to stay busy, stay positive, stay engaged, you yeah. know, um, and not just um, curl up in a ball under a blanket with Netflix. Yeah. Although sometimes I mean, that sounds amazing, but eventually I'm running out of things to watch on Netflix. So yeah. Yeah. that know. happens too. But yeah. periodically we come out, slap on some makeup. And <laughs> <laughs> honestly, like for me, doing the Facebook lives and like having to like, look presentable and put on makeup like it's one of the things keeping me sane so yes because when you don't like do your hair or your makeup like it feels good for an hour or two and then by the afternoon you're just like ugh, like you feel lazy and gross and so getting nice and pretty feels good yeah I don't have that reaction no. it, takes <laughs> me a couple, it takes me a couple days to, like, <laughs> I'm telling every day I have to fix my hair or drag I'm just like ugh, I feel gross and disgusting like every day yeah that's yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Yesterday, I didn't even put on clothes. Oh, no. I can't do pajamas all day. That drives me crazy, too. Nightgown the whole day. Yeah. Just no. happened. <laughs> I cannot function unless I have clothing on. So I, yeah. ever since I've been working from home, always every day I get up and get dressed. Because if I'm in pajamas, nothing's happening. Yeah. No, I, I, was, I was completely productive. I just not productive enough to put on clothes. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but most days, most days I do. That is the exception more than the rule. So, um, which I think is the opposite. It's so funny. Are you guys noticing this? Like, I mean, we all work from home and we've all worked from home for a very long time. And so, you know, we're good at time management. We're good at keeping ourselves busy and we're good at being, you know, proactive and productive and all of those things. I actually feel more pressure to be productive now than I ever did before this happened. Yeah. Yes, because the entire world is working from home now. And so right. every, it's like all these things you see all over Facebook and everywhere and all these articles, how to be productive and how to manage your time while you're working from home. And we've been doing it forever and it's yeah. been a non-issue, but because now all these things are coming out to help other people figure it out. It's like, wait a minute. So you mean my like my 30 minute lunch break where I just veg on the couch? That, that's not like, what should I do? And right. it's making me rethink my entire schedule yeah. and routine. Yeah. yeah, that and there's an audience for my daily routine. Like oh, normally, <laughs> you know? I still have zero audience, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no. Normally it's like, you know, whatever my day is, it's my day. There's no yeah. witnesses. You know? yeah, and so you don't have to feel bad if you want to work from here. here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't you judge me. Yeah, and they are. Oh, they're judging. They're judging. Well, it, it's it's the amount of, um, I used to just have lunch and watch trash TV, but I can't really watch the trash TV right now. Just I have an eight-year-old. Right. And uh, so we've been playing, I've been playing a lot of Animal Crossing because everybody likes to watch that. Um, but it's like now I'm, and they know how much, time I'm spending on this. <laughs> <laughs> so they can't come home and you're like, I'm so busy. Just hold, I need yeah. another hour. They're yeah. like, you're not. You're yeah. playing video games. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Now Animal Crossing, that's only on Switch, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. There, there, so the game itself has been around for years in different okay. iterations. And this one is the first time I've ever played it. And it's called Animal Crossing New Horizons. And it is available on Switch. And we only have, we have one switch. I not only have one switch, but that sounds terribly um, materialistic to say, but we didn't think we would need another switch. And now I'm like, I need another switch because I need to play. <laughs> I own play and cheering with you guys. But I, that's not happening. We have, we have plenty of uh, video game stuff. You yeah. have to learn how to share all over yeah. again. Yeah. Right now, right now. Funny. But I would say that uh, we have so in Animal Crossing you get an island and then you populate the island and do things to it and stuff. And so when I first started playing, um, we had to name our island. And so my daughter said, "You should name your island Wine Party." And I said, "Okay." Oh. <laughs> Her idea, not mine. But so it's like so every time they, they say something on the screen, it's like, "Welcome to Wine Party." I was like, "Yes, I, I like." <laughs> My friend Nikki is super into uh, Animal Crossing too, and like we'll be working on projects, and she's like, "Oh, gotta go! Have to go to my my island. I have to meet somebody. We're going fishing because it's raining there today, and it's the only day that I can go fishing." And I'm like, "Whoa! This is what life has come to now." Yeah, yeah. This it's is what we've gotten to. Yeah, <laughs> and there's there's turnip trading going on. It's a it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. She has built a YouTube. Uh, studio on her island and I'm like do your animals do YouTube videos and she's like we haven't gotten there yet but maybe <laughs> well, I should I need to get her information I'll, right. I'll, oh yeah. you guys can be friends then yeah, yeah you should. be friends and we can go to each other's islands and check check tournament prices it's, it's a whole thing <laughs> I'm laughing but my husband and I play Wizarding World of Harry Potter and it is equally as like yeah i've seen you play it you're like oh yeah yep yep I play. oh yeah your phone yeah anybody who's ever seen me wandering around walt disney world going like this 
you know, yeah, that's because I'm playing Wizarding World of Harry Potter. And today is a big community. No, it's not a community day event. It's a brilliant event and it's a whole thing and it starts it. Anyway, so we should wrap this up. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is my life now. Everybody's got to go to their virtual worlds. Yeah. We haven't even well, gotten to our questions yet and we've done our whole podcast. So, right, so our, yeah, our, our virtual worlds are frankly more appealing than our actual <laughs> world. world. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's get to listener questions coming up next. Listener Q and A. All right. Who wants to read our first question? I think Heather needs. To I will. It. I will. Because this is from my client Carol. Hi, Carol. I love her. Yeah. She's so fun. She's just. She always makes me laugh. Um, okay. So Carol says her sister is finally retiring from teaching next summer. They, she promised to go to Disney World with her during the school year because she'll finally be able to and enjoy no crowds. That's awesome. Um, she says she knows it's the 50th anniversary, but we're thinking October 2021. My questions are, one, I'm gonna, we'll go one by one. She has three questions. So we'll start with the first one. And she says, is there a stretch where we could catch both Halloween and a Christmas party in the same week. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Go like October 30th through November 7th, something like that, and you'll get to catch them both. Um, Unless they change things, but usually the last party is on October 31st or maybe even November 1st. November 1st, yeah. And then then the Christmas parties start as soon as they can, as soon as they can. Usually like November 8th or 9th or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Can I just say how excited I am that Halloween's on a Saturday this year? Oh, okay. So I'm thinking probably the last Halloween party will be that Saturday or Sunday. um, And then the Christmas party would start the following weekend. So if you can kind of do a little bit longer of a trip, you could probably catch both of them. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, the November 5th, that weekend, I think that's a Thursday, but that weekend, that's the uh, Food and Wine Festival half marathon. So if that affects your travel at all you may be falling into that um next year too but they should still have a christmas party right then so yeah yeah yep number two (laughs) this is like it's gonna get ugly yeah Yeah. no (laughs) about to go down if you had to choose between contemporary the poly beach club or boardwalk club level which would you choose oh i don't know how do you pick a favorite child i Uh, will say she Carol, you actually haven't listed my favorite club level, and I know why you're listing these. It's because of the location. But my favorite concierge lounge is still Animal Kingdom Lounge. Yeah. yeah. But out of those, I haven't <sighs> stayed at all all four of those. Um, I haven't done the Polynesian, so I can't. I, yeah, I haven't done the Polynesian, but I've done, a, you loved it, right? I did. I've done yeah. all four of them. And I love them all. Uh, <laughs> right. Okay. Can you just let's hang up on Charla now? We don't need you for <laughs> Click. Actually, oh, okay. Charla with all of her concierge levels and her two switches and all of get out of here. <laughs> One switch. Thank you very much. Um, I, okay. I've not stayed beach club club level, but I have been there with, with some people who were staying there, but I have stayed at the others. Charla, you and I you stayed at the beach club club level. Not oh, we the did. But the we year before, <laughs> like, yes, what are you did. talking about? You were I with lied. me. Totally Okay, out of those, it's fine. Whatever. <laughs> out of those, I'm going to pick the Polynesian for you, and here's why. Polynesian is going to be excellent. It's it's an amazing club level. It's incredible. You can watch the fireworks from the lounge and everything. Um, 
But because it is walkable to the TTC and quick monorail over to Magic Kingdom, since you want to go to the Christmas party and Halloween party, and food and wine will still be going on, Polynesian is my answer. And in theory, depending on how the, the construction schedules go now, you can walk to the Magic Kingdom from the Polynesian, hopefully by the 50th anniversary, because they're working on that bridge. The walk yeah. in the Grand Floridian. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to pick the Polynesian for you. But yeah, I don't think you can go wrong with any one of those. I'm going to pick either the beach club or the boardwalk just because it's October and it's food and wine. And then you can walk there. Yeah, me too. I would be hard pressed to choose between beach club and boardwalk. I loved them. They're both great. I, I beach club gets a slight edge just because it's a slightly shorter walk to Epcot. But I mean, it's a, we're talking a minuscule edge really. And they have the free ice cream. At the oh, beach club. That's right. They yeah. have the, I, nope. Beach club. Yep. Yep, Beach Club wins. Yep, you convinced me. You sold me. You reminded me. Yep, yeah. Beach Club has the ice cream freezer. And every time they we've win. been somewhere since then, we've asked if they've had, if they have the ice cream. And yeah, everybody's like, no, this does. is Beach Club. Yeah. Animal does. Animal does, too. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Beach Club. Although the Polynesian, too. I guess it depends on where you're going to spend most of your time. Do all of them. <laughs> four trips. Okay. That's four trips right there. <laughs> okay. Third question. If there were one special event, possibly food and wine related, or tour to do as a retirement splurge, which would you choose? Thanks so much. Wild Africa Trek. Yeah, I was going to say that exactly. Wild Africa Trek. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you're looking for one food and wine related, the Party for the Senses. Hands down, it's phenomenal. It's, it's great. One of, probably one of my favorite events. I, I've done them several times at, during food and wine. And it's just such an incredible experience. And go ahead and splurge for the Wine View Lounge. Um, they have two levels of that. You could either do the mid-level or the super high-end version, but don't just get the basic admission because then you have reserved seating, you get an extra hour into the parties, you get like a little goodie bag to take home. Um, so if you want something super, super special and it's food and wine related, I would do. I would do yeah. Party for the Senses. Yeah, yeah. But Wild Africa Trek, you can't go wrong. Oh my gosh, man. So much fun. So, yeah, so much fun. Yeah. Do both. Happy retirement. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's just going to be my answer to everything because I, we've not been in the parks for yeah, so we're long. Su we're suffering withdrawal. So. <laughs> yeah. Just do, do everything. it all. Do I'm everything. Doing, my next trip is going to be three weeks long and I don't even care. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So next question. Uh, Let's see. The next question is, they're both from Stephanie. So we can okay. kind of read right. them all both okay. together. Uh, hi, princesses. I have a question for your future Q&A podcast. We're hoping to plan a trip to Walt Disney World the second week of December. We want to celebrate my youngest daughter's high school graduation, especially now since it's postponed indefinitely. Uh, sorry. We have never been at Christmas or seen the decorations. So that's why we're waiting. One of the things we'd like to do is the candlelight processional. Can you tell me when they post the readers and about when you can make a reservation so I can keep an eye out? Um. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you're not watching on YouTube, you missed my, I don't know. <laughs> just, <laughs> um, we don't, we don't know. Typically soon you would start. Usually just around like May. May. Yeah. Usually around May this year. And then even then, it's not always complete. Not complete. You know, they have like, you know, half right. of it is open. But yeah, yeah, it's a lot of TBA spaces and things like that. So 
May-ish is going to be our guest, you know. Uh, if there is anything else you would like to share about visiting this time of year, I would appreciate it. I really enjoyed your positive podcast during this time. I know it's been hard on your businesses. Thank you. Thank you. I hope you and your families are well. Thank you, Stephanie. Um, that time of year, I love the holidays at Disney. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Um, definitely my biggest tip, I think, if you're going in second week of December, so that's going to be Festival of the Holidays. Definitely check out the festival, but do the um, the holiday story, like the San- like the yeah. Santa in big quotation marks from each country. I think those are fascinating. Um, almost every country has a holiday storyteller that tells the tale of their how they celebrate the holidays in their country. And it happens sort of throughout the days. It's like hourly or like every couple hours or something like that. And those are fantastic. I really love those. Yeah, Yeah. I'm going to echo that because I think a lot of people and my mom, I know you're listening, you're included in this. They think that Epcot (laughs) is not as exciting um, during the holidays as the Magic Kingdom and Hollywood Studios because we don't have the big glitzy uh, decorations. But if you pick up a times guide when you enter the park and really make a point, spend an afternoon or a full day going around the world showcase and listening to all of the storytellers, uh, maybe trying something from each of the booths, but it's going to tell you all of the hot. I, I, so I've learned so much stuff just yeah. from making sure I stop and listen yeah. to those those storytellers. Okay, um, here's here's special. Here's what you do: you stop at it's like the International Gateway Shop. You get a spiked hot cocoa. Okay, this is <laughs> critical to enjoyment. Get a spiked hot cocoa. Get two. You know you're going to drink, you know you're going to finish the first one and you're only going to be in the US pavilion and you're still going to have the other half of the world showcase to go. Get to. Trust me. Just get to. Um either the Godiva liqueur is fine. I think there's a Bailey's. They've got a couple of options for the spiked hot cocos. Get that. And then just literally spend an entire afternoon making your way around the world showcase. Pay no attention to the construction that's going on behind you. Nobody's interested in that. Nobody's looking at that. But the world showcase is pretty much untouched right now. Um and it's just, it's great. It's so fantastic at the holidays. It really and is. And I'm but- also pop into Germany because they have their little mini um, Christmas market set up. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you know, it's a really cute, small little version of what you see all over Hungary, uh, Hungary, Austria, and Germany that time of year. Get a glue vine that is a traditional, yeah. super traditional. I can't tell you, I, every single Christmas market had, when I was in that area last year, that each market has seven or eight glue vine vendors and each vendor has a mug specific to them. And so it's a thing to go collect the mugs. So get one of those, get one of the collectible mugs. Um, It's just, you know, pretend you're elsewhere in the world. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, and if you're a Christmas ornament addict, (laughs) (laughs) Um, that's the perfect time to stock up on Christmas ornaments. So ship them. pro tip, ship them home. Don't try to get them in your suitcase home. Have Disney ship them home to you. That way, if anything breaks in transit, they will replace it for you. So Yeah. And then um, I'll just go ahead. I I just read ahead to her next question, and it's a lot of the same. But then the other one is, do you know any ways when they will post discounts for, like, room or dining? I mean, again, that's way up in the air. Um, It should be for fall sometime late summer. However, with... (laughs) With everything, number one, we have no idea if they will even have discounts. Mm -hmm. Maybe they will because maybe they need people to feel like they want to come. Or maybe they won't because they need to make up for lost revenue. 
I don't know. I feel like that could go either way too. Yep. Like, you know, Disney is again a business and they only discount if they have to. They're not doing it to make you feel happy. They're doing it because they need to fill rooms. So if the rooms are super, super empty, they're probably going to discount just to get people there. But if it's either remotely full, they might yeah. not to make up for revenue. Yeah. Also, who's to say that the rooms will be empty? The parks have been closed for at least a quarter of this year, maybe longer. And people are just going to want to go. And so they're going to book, oh, yeah. you know, October, November, December, just to be able to get to the parks because they missed out on it earlier yeah. in the year. We also would- don't. We also don't know if there's going to be any social distancing required when the parks reopen. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's, it's it's possible that Disney might. Here's I hoping could, that they lower the the crowd levels in Disneyland yeah. may not be crowded for once. But also I could see cutting inventory in half. So allowing them to space, space the room. hotel rooms out yeah. more. So we'll see. I would just, just book know. it now. And I know we you, you know, you want to see the candlelight processional, but if you don't know who you want to see, and if you really don't care, I would book it now. The Candlelight Recessional is amazing no matter who the narrator yeah. is. Yes, there I've, are some narrators that are more popular than others, but the show is fantastic regardless. Yeah, and I would, if, if, if you get on dates that there is a popular narrator, I would definitely recommend a um, dining reservation that includes it because that way you'll be able to see it. Um, if you don't have it, then you're going to be waiting in line for a very long time to see those popular narrators and you're not guaranteed yeah. a, a way to get in. So, yep. yeah. Um, yeah, Neil Patrick Harris getting seats at those yes. <laughs> those performances is yeah. like, yeah, winning yeah, the lottery. And be- yeah, and because you don't just don't know what the dates are, I would just I would just go ahead and and book your your room. You can always amend it if possible, but I would get something on the books. Yeah, I would yeah. agree. I would agree. All right, Charlie, you want to read uh, our next question from Jane? Yes. Uh, here's a question for your show. We may be planning a multi-generational family trip to Walt Disney World when things get back to normal. What would be your suggested restaurant for a group of eight? We are in our 50s, 60s, sons in their 30s, 40s, nephew in his 40s, wife in 30s, and two girls 13 and 10. We are trying to think of some fun, iconic sit-down restaurants to book for our daily gathering. My first thought would be Beer Garden, but would like to hear your suggestions for other options as well. All right. Thanks, Jane. Um, so first, I want to say Sarah wrote a blog post on multi generational travel, and it's actually it's actually it's titled multi generational travel. No. <laughs> say that. <laughs> say that. <laughs> titled multi generational travel. So exactly what she was looking for. Yeah. Um, so you can so you can look for that. But for restaurants specifically, I agree with Beer Garden. Beer Garden would be a lot of fun for a yeah. party like that. 50s Primetime Cafe. Yeah, that's what yeah, I would say. Great one. Great yeah, one. That'd be a fun one. The ones that I would, I, I don't know, I don't want to say avoid because that's not necessarily true, but like Sci Fi Dine In, it's fun, but you're not going to be seated together. It's, right. It's only like seats that each car table only seats like four people. So yeah. you won't really be seated together for that. Uh, Garden Grill might be a good one or Coral Reef. Um, those Coral have. Reef. I think Ohana yeah. as well. Ohana, Ohana for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, 
1900 Park Fair, depending on if the, you know, the girls are 13 and 10, if they're into the princesses, you know. I think Tepin Edo is a good one. I personally don't like that restaurant because where I grew up, like I just preferred that style of teppanyaki food. Um, and I didn't love the menu at Tepin Edo, but that type of dining, that's a lot of fun. So if you yeah. don't have one in your area, it's, it's where you sit at the table and the chef cooks for you. Like the kids would yep. absolutely love it, but the adults get a kick out of it too. Cause you know, they're flipping shrimp in your mouth and things like that. So it, it's very entertaining. Yeah. yeah. Um, Tusker house too, I think could also be a good option because that's great food and it's got characters and they can accommodate, you know, big parties easily. So I really want Disney to have more of the theme restaurants like they Mm -hmm. used to, like the fifties prime time and the sci-fi dine-ins, like more iconic, like not, we don't need every restaurant like that because sometimes you want to go for a nice dinner, but like, I would like, you know, each park to have two or three, just like super Disney Mm -hmm. restaurants, you know, yeah, that you can't do anywhere else. But yeah, I think those are some really good ones, especially yeah. if you're looking for those Disney-type restaurants. I would also look at Disney Springs. Um, some mm. of some of their restaurants are really good for, that have larger, um, for larger parties, like Morimoto Asia, I think, has some for larger parties. The Boathouse has some places for larger party, parties, things like that. Yep. Um, yeah, that, I think that would be good. Don't also, I just have to say this because people always forget this, but parties of six or more, the gratuity is automatically added. So just keep that in mind. If you want to add more, of course, you always can. But um, just keep in mind that you will have gratuity added to your party. So yeah, just had to say uh, that. <laughs> All right. Up next, uh, we have a question from, help me, Maurice. 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 Uh, she tried so hard. She tried so hard to tell me how to pronounce it. And it says M A dash R E E dash S. But even to me, that could even be Maurice. 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 I think it's Maurice. Maurice. It's Maurice. Maurice. We're so sorry. I'm sure we're butchering it again. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Uh, Next time we have a a Zoom happy hour, I want you to come in and I want you to tell us how to pronounce it. That way we get it right. Cause I, we don't want to mess it up. I have a very <laughs> difficult name for people. I don't want, I hate messing yeah. up people's names. So yeah. let us know, please. Uh, so she says, good morning. I think you should have a discussion about what new measures could be implemented in the parks to bring people, to bring people back in and keep some physical distance between the guests as well as the cast members. It will be different. It has to be. Will virtual queues become the way to wait for all attractions? Oh, dare to dream. Uh, will they limit attendance in the parks to have fewer guests, allowing to keep some distance? How about buffets? Not very sexy during a pandemic. Could they figure out a way to present a virtual buffet on an iPad, for example? And the guests could pick what they want to eat. They'll have to be creative. Hope you're all safe and sound. Those are all excellent questions to which we have no answers. <laughs> <laughs> I have one answer. I have one answer. When we were on the cruise right before they shut down, at the buffets, they started serving us. We just had to go up and point. I mean, that's not perfect either because the cast members are right. still there surrounded by people. But at least it's one person reaching instead of 100 right. people reaching. Right. So that's something. So that's one way they could do it at yep. a buffet. Yep. It's just, you know, have a server standing there and you point at it. Yeah. I would say Shanghai Disneyland um, is ahead of the curve, (laughs) you know, on this, so to speak. Um, And I know that they have begun implementing, you know, spacing protocols and temperature check protocols. I do think temperature checks are going to become a thing, a thing, 100% before you enter, you know, as part of the security screening. Um, 
which I'm fine with, but um, it's not going to be, it's not, um, perfect. it's not perfect because maybe you're asymptomatic, but you know, at least something. Yep. And it does yep. make people feel better. <laughs> yes. You know, and, and a lot of uh, that's, that's sort of the, the thing, right? A lot of it is what is truly effective and what is sort of to, to reassure people. Right. And there's things that are both. And there's things that are really just more one than the other. (laughs) There's things that are, you know, um, I, I would love it if virtual cues, you know, became a thing, you know, that would be fantastic. Um, Charlotte and I had different opinions on rise of the resistance and how that was handled, but you know, I think the virtual cues in theory are a great thing, but I don't think they can all go to the virtual queue right. because I'm now waiting in one virtual queue. They're not going to let me get into three others. That's because what if they all come right. up at one time? What? Okay, I'm waiting in this virtual queue. If every other ride is a virtual queue, what do I do now for the next yeah. hour? Like you're basically just standing around. So I don't think virtual queues really work yeah. in, in practicality. I- do wonder if they will go to fast pass only, you know, no standby queue, only but fast, then fast pass. pass isn't really a fast pass then because, okay, now I have six fast passes and I can ride these rides at this time. What am I doing in the meantime? Now everybody who's in line is just standing around on the promenade and you're not social distancing over there. So yeah. I don't, I don't think you, they can really do any of that. Yeah. Um, maybe they can in a, a small form, uh, I think it's just the answer is lowering capacity, but are yeah. they going to be willing to do that because they've already lost a ton of money? I don't know. I don't know. They and plus, it, it, no matter what kind of queue it is, whether it's a virtual queue or a fast pass queue or a just normal standby queue, you're in a queue. <laughs> yeah. You're still there in the queue. I mean, we had the virtual queue for Rise of the Resistance, and we were still wall to wall cheap by gel. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Yeah. I, you know, it'll, it, it, it's a mystery, you know, in, you know, I think, I think you guys are too, but in Connecticut, we're under a, you know, if you're out in public, you have to be wearing a mask order, you know? Yeah. So, um, you know, I don't know, maybe we'll see that. I think we're going to see a lot more hand-washing stations, you know, but whether or not people, I don't know, will use them. Who knows? But I think instead of, I, I almost feel like it's going to become like a cruise lines where before you go into every restaurant, before you get into a queue, here's some hand sanitizer. Yeah. Um, and, you know, maybe they have them sprinkled around the parks as well. Yeah. 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 Nice thing about Disney's queues for a, for a lot of the rides is that they can adjust them, right? So yeah. they can set them up. They can set the truck up so that it's not space out the return like the switchbacks you know mm-hmm. so they can space them out so that there's a gap in between so that you know like they they what they what I don't know how they're going to be able to control is sort of the you're in front of me I'm in front of you maintaining a, a six distance from that like I don't know how that's going to be controlled I've I figured out how they could control the sort of side to side yeah <laughs> you know? the rest of it I'm not sure how they're I just don't know how they're going to handle it so I bet, I bet you they don't know yet either. Right. Exactly. So. Yeah. Everybody's just trying to figure it out. Uh, yeah, all right. It, One it, last. <laughs> Go ahead, Heather. What no, were no, you no. going to say? All right, nope. Nothing. Go ahead. 
All right. So we have one last question from Tim. Uh, how do you want to read this one? Sure. He says, can you combine two quick service credits and use them for table service? Love your show. Thanks, Tim. Thanks for listening. No. <laughs> no. 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 You can't. But no. you can. You can go the other way. Yes. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it will uh, they'll allow you if you have excess table service credits to combine uh, and use them for uh, counter service. But why would you want to yeah. go and eat yeah. at those fantastic restaurants? But 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 you can now get kind of upgrade your dining plan and do the Disney dining plus and then right. you just have you have two meals per day and that's up to you whether you want to use them as table service or quick service. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, you can go backwards. So table can be used for counter, counter can be used for snack, but you can't go up. Yeah, <laughs> so exactly. All right. Okay. That does it for our questions this week. If you have a question that you would like to see answered in an upcoming podcast, you can reach us at info at disneyparkprincess.com. Uh, and I think we'll do another one of these, you know, in another few weeks or so. Um, these are our favorite episodes to record <laughs> by far um just because we love hearing from you guys and we love hearing about you know um what do you have planned and you know what are your questions and what are your needs and um so that's great but definitely check out um a lot of these questions are answered on our website disneyparkprincess.com um so make sure that you're visiting disneyparkprincess.com there is a search function in the top right hand corner so type in you know some keyword multi-generational or whatever um and that should bring you right to hopefully a blog post that answers your question. But of course, please send them to us as well. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to answer questions. Coming up next week, it's a mystery podcast. <laughs> we have no idea what's gonna, what we're going to talk about. Um, we haven't talked about, I don't know, we haven't done a Disney Cruise Line. Um, actually, though, all right, tell me what you guys think about this. Uh, we have had a couple of questions about like Tokyo and the Asia Parks. And I don't think we've really done, in, you know, a sort of podcast about like, in, you know, to the U.S. parks. You guys have both been. I haven't. You want to talk about that? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Okay. All right. So coming up next week, we will be talking about Hong Kong, Shanghai, and Tokyo. What are the parks like, the Disney parks like in Asia? Um, so stay tuned for that awesome. week. Yeah. <laughs> Incredible. Yes. And if you guys uh, have any questions about the parks or, you know, you're thinking about that area in general, send them in and that'll kind of help us yeah. kind of figure out where we're going with the podcast. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, Charlotte has been to Tokyo, right? Yep. And Heather has been to Shanghai and Hong Kong. So between the two of them, they've got them all covered. <laughs> and all three of us have been to Disneyland Paris. So um, I suppose if you have questions about that park as well, hey. Or why not, you know. Uh, all right. So for our Patreon members, we have a Patreon extra next. So stay tuned for that. Uh, and stay safe. Stay home. Join our Facebook group. Follow us on YouTube. Oh, we're going to have a new YouTube video coming out soon. Charla is hard at work on a video about Castaway Key, which is Disney Cruise Line's private island. So we're super excited about that. That should be coming in um, soon. Time we talk soon. So, soon. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> she she asked us to mention it to put a little pressure to her hold the hold the fire to her feet a little bit so <laughs> that's it talk to you next week thanks guys bye bye, bye.